Welcome to Balance Banter. I'm your host, Christy Langle, certified exercise physiologist, owner of ChristyLangle.com, and survivor of an all-or-nothing lifestyle. Whether you're a motivated career woman or a stay-at-home mom of four, I'll be there to support you in all things in balance. We'll talk mindset, workouts, nutrition, healthy habits, and more. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to episode number seven of Balance Banter. Before I dive into the show, I want to remind you guys to take advantage of my new free e-course, Balance Bootcamp. You can go to www.christylangle.com slash balance dash boot dash camp. All you got to do is enter your email and I will guide you through creating one new healthy habit every single day for a full week for seven days. It's totally free. Great way to get started with balance in the new year. All right, so let's get into today's episode. Today, I want to talk to you guys about the benefits of strength training versus cardio. So we're going to talk about which is better for fat loss. We're going to talk about what health benefits each of them offer. Um, We'll talk about how long or how often you should be doing them. So I offer free consultations all the time for my weekly workout subscription and my one-on-one coaching. And during almost every single one of my meetings, I hear something along the lines of this. And now tell me if this reminds me of yourself or how you're feeling or what you're thinking. So many people say to me, I just want to turn my fat into muscle, or I need to tone my belly and my thighs, or I want to get rid of my mom pouch, or what exercises can I do to tighten the back of my arm? So these are all things that all of us ladies want, including me, wanting to tighten and tone certain areas of the body so they um, have a less of a flabby look. We feel more fit. Our clothes are more comfortable. But how do we go about achieving that? So First off, let's define what both of these types of exercises are. So there's a million different kinds of exercises out there. You've got Pilates, you've got HIIT, you've got boxing, you've got cardio, you've got strength training, you've got Olympic lifting. The list goes on and on. And my motto will always be the same, pretty much, that any movement is healthy movement. So if you're not moving at all right now, I really wouldn't dive too far into the specifics of which types and when and how much um, to achieve those physique goals and things like that. First, I would just get started with literally any kind of type of movement. Any movement is healthy movement. Okay. But in terms of cardio versus strength training, so I'm not a super duper definition person. So I pulled up a definition from livestrong.com. So cardio refers to any activity that increases your heart rate and respiration while using large muscle groups repetitively and rhythmically. The root word card or heart provides a clue as to why this type of exercise is so important by providing training that progresses 
aggressively challenges your most vital internal life support network. Cardio can improve both the function and the performance of your heart, lungs, and circulatory system. So things like running and walking and biking and hiking and stair mills and ellipticals and things like that, those are what I'm referring to in terms of cardio. So second, we have strength training or resistance training. And according to strengthminded.com, strength or resistance training is defined as any type or kind of exercise performed using some kind of external resistance, whether it's free weights, machines, or even just your body weight. So we're talking about like using your dumbbells or any like leg machines or lat pulls or even things like that are body weight, like calisthenics, like push-ups or sit-ups. Those would all be considered resistance training. All right. So now that you understand kind of the difference between the two types of exercise that I'm mainly talking about today, as a busy woman with limited time and energy for exercise, you're probably wondering, okay, Christy, well, which type of exercise is going to be the most beneficial to me? So maybe you're already moving. Maybe you're trying to figure out what to do on a daily basis. Maybe you're just walking, but you want to amp it up so you have, um, so you see some better results. First off, just know that both exercises or types of exercise, they have similar health benefits. So like I said before, any type of movement is good, healthy movement. Same kind of rules apply in terms of the health benefits that any exercise offers. So pretty much any exercise or both cardio and strength are going to strengthen your heart muscle. It is going to improve your insulin sensitivity. So basically um, not allowing your blood sugar levels to rise and fall rapidly. Um, when you eat certain foods, um, enhancing your mood. So it's one of the best stress reliefs, um, improved or better quality sleep, um, stress reducing, as I mentioned, or healthy coping and so much more. So there's so many benefits to any type of exercise at all, but cardiovascular activity specifically increases the strength of the heart and the lungs, and it causes high amounts of energy expenditure while you're doing it, aka calories burned. So when we are talking about fat loss and losing weight and things like that, cardiovascular activity, it definitely has its place because it is producing a high amount of caloric burn. So for example, if you go for a 30-minute run, you are likely going to burn way more calories than you would if you did, say, 30 minutes of, say, core work down on the floor. So in terms of fat loss and losing weight, it is necessary to obtain a daily caloric deficit in order to lose weight. So what do I mean by a caloric deficit? So for your body to lose weight, you have to be burning more than it's obtaining. So in that specific case, cardiovascular exercise, yes, it's important and it is kind of bang for your buck, but I would definitely say that strength training is more productive and more bang for your buck long term um, than, say, cardiovascular exercise. So I want to use this analogy I read in a journal article by the NASM. 
Um, it, it, I absolutely loved it when I read this. I was like, wow, that totally makes sense. After years and years, I think it's like 15 years now that I've been explaining this to people in the personal training world and whatnot. Um, and also becoming more and more interested in um, finances and income and things like that. So the NASM article that I read used the analogy that cardio is like receiving daily income for your job. So it's instant gratification. It gets the job done right then and there. You see that money in your bank account, just like you see those calories burned right when it happens, okay? But strength training or resistance training is going to be like investing in the stock market or investing in your 401k. Um, so although you don't necessarily feel that like your 30-minute upper body workout or core workout or whatnot was in as impactful of, say, like our 30-minute run, your resistance training workout, so that strength training is going to do much more for your goals long term, just like investing in the stock market or investing in your 401k would. Okay, so I totally understand many women out there are feel fearful of lifting and getting quote unquote too big or looking masculine, but resistance training might be exactly what's missing for your from your routine for you to reach those goals. So over the years, I cannot even count how many ladies that have come to me for a consultation or for a nutrition plan or a workout program or whatever it might be. And they're already super, super consistent with exercise. They're very in tune with what they eat. They watch what they eat. Um, but they are just very unhappy with their physique and totally feeling, for lack of word, better words, flabby. Um, so when I dive into kind of what they've been doing, most of them are eating a very low calorie or um, calorie restricted diet and doing a ton of cardiovascular activity so that they're burning those calories, um, but they're completely avoiding the strength training. So like in your right mind, it, it totally makes sense. Like even to me, who a professional doing this for a long time, you feel flabby, you feel loose, and it feels like you still need to, quote unquote, lose weight. So we do that by burning more calories with, say, a run or the elliptical and eating less and decreasing our calories. But in turn, what that's doing is actually decreasing our metabolic rate. It's decreasing um, basically how much our body burns if we were to be doing nothing. And it slows down our metabolism because your body is not actually running on fuel or running efficiently because the little amounts of food that you might be giving it, you are just completely burning it again with the cardiovascular activity. Okay, so even in my bodybuilding days, like you guys have all seen pictures of me, I was shredded. I was like 122 pounds. I want to say like 12% body fat, totally not healthy, but it looks cool for a short amount of time. And that would always be the first question that everybody would ask me. So they're like, oh, so how much cardio do you have to do? Like how much cardio are you doing every day? Um, they weren't asking what I was eating or what my strength training protocol looked like or anything like that. They're always asking how much cardio. And the truth was when I was in my prime in terms of lifting and my body was working efficiently like the machine that I wanted it to be, I was barely doing any cardio. I'd do like a 10-minute walk on the treadmill to start 
Then like post lift, I do maybe 10 to 15 minutes of some hit. But other than that, I was not doing any excessive like long runs or 60 minutes on the stair mill or anything like that, etc. So why is strength training the best investment in terms of your physicals? Let me explain more about the metabolism and the body fat composition and all that kind of stuff. So everything I'm saying kind of makes sense because I know I'm getting a little scientific here. Okay. So when you, let's actually, let's talk comparison. So I'm going to take two different people. Okay. So they are both 40 years old. Four zero. They're both 40. Okay. Both of these women are 150 pounds. They both are five foot eight inches tall. Okay. They both are committing to light exercise three to five days per week, maybe doing like a Pilates class and then walking the other two days. Um, nothing super, super crazy, just light exercise three to five days per week. But one of the women, is 15% body fat. So on a daily basis, her body, including her light exercise and just her daily activity, her total daily energy expenditure, or TDEE is called, it would calculate to be about 2,226 kcalories or calories. So in order for her to stay exactly the same every day with all of the energy she's using, she would need to eat 2,226 calories per day to stay exactly the same. Okay. But let's look at that other woman. So also, like I said, 40 years old, 150 pounds. She's five foot eight doing that same kind of light exercise three to five days per week. But this woman is 30% body fat. Okay. So of her 150 pounds, 30% of it is coming strictly from body fat. So her total daily energy expenditure will calculate to be 1,923 calories. So basically these two women, again, are the same age, same height. They're doing the same exact workouts. Um, they're same weight, but one has way more body fat than the other. So that person that has the higher body fat is burning way less calories on a daily basis. So your lean body mass is what, what I'm trying to explain here. Your lean body mass being your muscle, your bones, your connective tissue, and your water, that accounts for 60% of the calories that you would burn literally if you were to do absolutely nothing. So the more muscle that we can increase in your body over time, the more calorically you will burn on a daily basis doing absolutely nothing. And I mean, who doesn't want that, right? <laughs> who doesn't want to burn more calories doing nothing than anybody else? Okay, so these ladies, one is burning a ton more, one's body is working harder because she has more muscle. And these two ladies are also going to be very different sizes in clothing. So the woman that has the 15% body fat at the 5'8", 140, she's probably going to be somewhere around a size 4 to 6. But that same exact woman or the other woman who is 150 pounds, 5'8", but 30% body fat, she might be at, say, a size 10 to 12, okay? 
So the more we can increase your lean muscle mass or your lean body mass and decrease that body fat percentage, it really doesn't matter what age you are, what height you are. Um, it matters how much lean mass you have on there. So it doesn't matter what the weight is. You could be the exact same weight as a lot of people around you, but you could be burning way more on a day-to-day -day basis um, if you have more muscle mass than somebody else, okay? So just alone, increasing that muscle mass is going to improve your metabolism on a day-to-day -day basis. Some of the other benefits of strength training too are increased bone mineral density. So us ladies, we're at risk for osteoporosis, our bones getting brittle. So strength training puts a load on those bones and helps them stay dense and strong, preventing any breaks or things as we get older. Um, strength training is also a lot less um, impact or lower impact than, say, going out for a 30-minute run. So it typically causes a lot less pain and inflammation. Um, inflammation can grow in the body. Um, the whole body can become inflamed from excess cardio and impact and pounding and things like that. Um, strength training, I don't know if you ever thought of it this way as well, but it really helps you also make everyday life movements easier. So think about it, a deadlift, picture what a deadlift or a squat looks like, okay? That is a super functional movement. So picture yourself having to squat down and lift the groceries or the heavy grocery bags off the floor, or say you're a mom and you need to lift that car seat from the ground into the car with the baby in it because they're napping and you don't want to wake them up. Okay. So that deadlift motion with your resistance, with your weights is helping those day-to-day -day activities that mimic the deadlift form. Um, another one, like the push-up. Think about it. If you need to get down on the ground to um, play with your kid, then you have to get yourself back off the floor. You need to be able to push yourself up and get to your feet to stand up. Um, so just all in all, making everyday life a little bit easier for you with everything that you have to do as a busy mom and female. So to summarize, all in all, again, my motto will always be the best exercise that you can do to lose weight is the one that you will do, okay? So when you're trying to drop a few pounds or improve your physique and whatnot, the best exercise is the one that you're actually going to do. Like you're going to stay consistent with it. If that means doing yoga five days a week, do that. If that if you can only get yourself to do a 10-minute walk every single day, do that, <laughs> whatever it might be. Um, anything you can stay consistent with is going to be more beneficial than, say, doing one workout that you think is going to help you the most and then not doing it again until three months later. But if you are super set on making serious improvements to your physique, the way you look, the way you feel, then my personal and professional advice would be to focus on the strength training. If you only have a certain amount of time per day, 
don't go and hit the street for a 30 minute run. I would grab those dumbbells and hit 30 minutes of lower body strength training. It's going to do you better for the long term. You're going to see more results in those inches. You're going to feel tighter, feel more toned, and your heart will and lungs will still continue to get strong as you're getting that heart rate up with your strength training, even if you aren't able to get out for that run or that crazy walker, things like that. Okay. Focus on the strength training in conjunction with whole food nutrition, and you'll have no issues getting the results that you want. At christylangle.com, I always include at least three strength training days in a week. I typically combine a lower body day, a core and an upper body, or a lot of times there's like a total body kind of hit mix thrown in there. Um, we never skip legs. There's always a leg day. Us ladies always want to tighten and tone the lower half. We definitely don't want to overlook cardiovascular activity and its benefits, but when you have a lot to juggle and only so much time to focus on your physicals, take the time to prioritize that strength training. If you need a little guidance, if you're like maybe going to the gym but not sure what to do when you get there or you're trying to commit to some more activity but can't leave your house, christylangle.com. I put out five new workouts every single week. As I explained, there's always at least three days of strength training in there, sometimes even more. You can join us free for 30 days with code Let's Do This. If you type in promo code Let's Do This, you'll get a 30-day free trial and all you need is a set of dumbbells and a little focus, a little drive, motivation to hit those busy goals on your own. All right, guys, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for tuning in today, and I'll check back in with you guys in two weeks. Have a good one. Bye.